Hello everyone. Today we're going to do another throwback episode, again with Dr. Steve Price, but this time he talks about how to use our time wisely, this idea of our stewardship of time. Now, I really appreciate this episode for a few reasons. Number one, he doesn't just give us a bunch of tips and tricks. What he does is help us reorient our thinking so that our focus is biblical and how that can really help guide our, the use of our time. Now, near the end, he does give us a few tricks uh, in using spare minutes here and there and, and how to use that effectively, but really it's the focus that we should have as Christians uh, and, and how that helps us with this idea that our time is a stewardship for God. Uh, number two, uh, he's a man who, and, and this is really why I, I interviewed him, He's a man with experience. Uh, he works as a, a medical doctor, has a, a large family, uh, has a lot of responsibilities in the spiritual realm as well. And, and sometimes it can seem like, well, wow, look at everything that he's been able to do with his time. And, and he really approaches the topic humbly. Uh, you, you can tell he's learned a lot of lessons along the way. So I really appreciated this, this short episode uh, it really packs a punch, all, all that's included, so I, I hope that you enjoy as well. ...with Dr. Steve Price from Kansas, and uh, their topic today is redeeming the time. Uh, Dr. Price, could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Thank you. Um, well, I'm 47 and married to my wife for... Uh, 26 and a half years, and uh, we have nine children. My oldest is 24 and married, and my youngest is seven months. Okay. And um, we um, attend the Bible Chapel of Shawnee, and I have the privilege and honor of serving as an elder there. Um, I've practiced medicine um, going on 21 years. Uh, after residency, and I practice emergency medicine. Um, I work part-time in that field at, at this time, and um, will probably become more part-time in the days ahead. Okay. Um, just have the privilege of serving the Lord in many ways, um, various camps, um, different boards, and, um, and some times to preach the Word of God. What are some helpful ways you've discovered to balancing a work life, home life, and your church life? Well, I think the one of the first things you have to do is you have to wrestle with your expectations. You know? And sometimes I think what make what makes life difficult is we we um, talk with a brother who's at a different season of life, and we think, oh, I want to be like that, or that's a good thing, I should do that. But but that's not they're in a different season of their lives and you're at a, you know, they may be in the winter and you may be in the spring. And so I think what you have to do is you have to look at your, your particular season of where you're at and come up with appropriate expectations or goals. So for example, when I was a student, um, studying medicine, I, you know, if I, if I had devotions every day, I felt that was really good uh, because, you know, there's a lot of energy spent in, academic uh, work and then to turn around and 
say I'm going to study the scriptures for six hours, well, you know, you're spent. You don't have that intellectual energy left. So I think for that season, you ha I had a different set of goals so that when I finished all my terminal degrees and, and testing, you know, then I was in a different season of life and I changed my, my goals and structure a little bit. And, you know, that changes with children and the number of children you have and the responsibilities you have in a local assembly. Uh, so over time, what I tried to do was my goal was always to serve the Lord. And so as my seasons of life changed, I would try to orient the next set of responsibilities so that I could continue to serve the Lord. And what I re realized was, was something obviously we heard tonight is, you know, it's all the Lord's work. So don't, don't get out of the idea that raising the children is not the Lord's work. Mm -hmm. It's quite a bit of the Lord's work. So how do you find time for important things when there are so many urgent things to deal with? Uh, yeah, that's a very good question. You know, um, I actually must ask the Lord to sort those out for me. And um, uh, and uh, what I find is it's not so much me finding time, it's me being, being willing to adjust to his direction in my day. And when I don't have that ability or flexibility in my spirit, then I become very frustrated and, and easily um, uh, tense. And so, so what I what I found is, you know, uh, uh, Bill McDonald used to say, "I get up in the morning, and my bed is your altar, and I am your sacrifice." And that that's actually become very important to me because uh, what I'm sacrificing most of the time is what I thought I would do that day. Um, so I, I, I uh, you know, when I'm my days off, I have certain things I really want to get done. But if there's a need that arises, um, and some, some the example the other day, a healthcare need arose, and and somebody across the United States that took up the majority of my day. Now uh, I was planning to study that day, and so I just had less study time. But it wasn't like the Lord was you know, any less honored. I had to be flexible enough to um, to yield to His leading at that moment. It was clear that the Lord wanted my time over here and not there and so I think the, the, to answer that question directly it, it really you really have to to um, set. I think you set some goals but you'd be flexible enough to let the Lord rewrite the list and when he rewrites it he writes what's important first and then I find out that the urgent takes care of itself so, uh, that's my little simple way are there any other uh, steps you see or any other advice you'd have for people who are seeking to redeem their time more effectively? Well, I think the, the first thing is um, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your strength, and all your mind. I think that's pretty important. You can't, if you don't have that, that um, intimate fellowship and that level of preeminent love with the Lord Jesus, first love, then I think you're in, you're, you're setting the stage for uh, Christian frustration and sometimes disenchantment, being disenchanted and pulling back. So I think, you, you know, we do what we do uh, because we love the Lord, not because we like to be busy. And we do what we do because, you know, 
we just think the Lord's the greatest and, and that's good enough. So that to me is the first most important thing ever. Um, and then I think what you do next is, uh, or what I think of is, is you just simply ask the Lord, Lord, what, what do you want me to do and how do you want me to do it? When that happens, I think you begin to analyze gaps in your day, gaps in your time, what I call idle time, that maybe you could be more efficient with. Um, so, you know, for example, um, I may not be given uh, between, say, 8 and noon, a two-hour block, but I, would, but I might have 30 minutes at 9.30, and I might have 45 minutes at 11 o'clock. Well, I have to be disciplined enough to capitalize on that moment and get to work of, say, studying scriptures for that small segment of time I have and maximize that. I think the third piece of advice is I ask the Lord to make my time more efficient, meaning uh, sometimes when you're working, it may take an hour to do a job, but I've asked the Lord to those jobs be done in minutes, you know, so so that I can move to the next thing. So, you know, you're at home and you got something that breaks and you need to fix it. You know how it is when things break. It always seems to take twice as long. I ask the Lord to make it take twice as fast, or to be twice as fast. And so I think that, you know, that's just the Lord. Now, sometimes he does, the Lord chooses not to do that, and that's when I just have to trust him in making me uh, as he shapes and molds me to be like his son so and i think uh, i think that's kind of the big big wrestle uh, the wrestling match that goes on so those little things i always think i should bring something or with me to read i, I or to look at or to think about so um so you know i use my iphone to have the scriptures on it or if i i'll take a book with me or something anywhere i go the grocery store, if I have to wait for somebody getting, getting out of their um, athletic event, if I go watch a sports game, you know, some, with one for one of my sons, you know, I have 10 or 20 minutes that, that all I do is sit there. And so I'll go in the car and I'll just, for those 10 or 20 So I always have something with me. Always keep, for me, it's my phone where I'll jot down a note the Lord, a thought the Lord may give me. And then I'll transcribe that over to my study notes of what I'm doing. And so I just try to use every minute to maximize uh, as full as possible. Hey, you got to be careful there. You know, like I wouldn't do that on when I'm going out on a date with my wife and I'll take okay. a notebook and write, you know, yeah. that's, you know, the, the need of that hour is to give her my full and undivided attention. Mm -hmm. But there are other moments where you have dead time where you can sometimes capitalize. And the last thing is sometimes you just have to go without a little less sleep. It's just part mm -hmm. of it. You know, and when you get tired, the Lord gives you a little extra rest. But that's the way it is. Well, thank you for those tips and uh, your thoughts. Thank you.